Hi, I'm Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to My Roommate's a Witch. It's Austera edition. Um, so before anyone drags me in the comments, um, it, as if there's comments on the podcast, um, some people pronounce it Ostra, some people pronounce it Austera, some people pronounce it something completely different. So, Do you spell I, it differently too? Nope. It's just O-S-T-A-R-A. So I'm going with Ostera. If you say it differently, that's totally cool. That is up to you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Vic. <laughs> so, Victoria, let's talk about your experiences with Easter. Why? Because <laughs> that's the – Easter is what they – is the uh, Christian holiday. Well, here's my whole Austria. problem with Easter, okay? Oh, boy. You tell me how the Easter Bunny came to be, okay? I would like to know because number – I mean, I'm not, like, dragging you. I'm just – I'm saying, like – um, theoretically, I would like to know because I, can, I literally have the pagan roots. Because it's a bunny, but it has eggs. Uh-huh. So you tell me how that's possible. How does a bunny lay eggs, Jen? Cool. So there's several different iterations of this like uh, piece of mythology. Um, Ostera is based off of um, the of a German fertility goddess, um, and or she's not a fertility goddess. She's like a general goddess, I think. Um, I'm sure Ostera is also a holiday about fertility, so I assume she has some um, ferti- or fertility uh, associations. Um, there's a lot of different versions of the myth, um, but uh, hares, rabbits, bunnies were all sacred to her. Um, so there, so there's lots of different lore about it. Um, the baseline story is that she transformed a, uh, like rainbow colored bird into a bunny. Um, and then the, but, and that's why the bunny laid, um, rainbow eggs. Okay. Interesting. And there's a lot of different, so some iterations are like she trapped the bird, she um, punished the bird and turned them into a bunny. Some iterations are um, she was trying to protect the bird from something, so she turned it into a bunny. Interesting. Um, And that's why she let it maintain its uh, colored egg um, laying. So that's where that whole thing comes from. Um, So... I never like dyeing eggs. I don't like getting the dye in my hands. It grosses me out. But you cook with eggs. No, I'm saying I don't like dyeing eggs. Yeah. Like dyeing eggs. I so don't you like, don't find the eggs I don't gross, like you find the dye The gross. dye on my hands gross. I see. Yeah. I well, see. you boiled eggs before you so dye is, them. So is that the only experience you've ever had with Easter? No. Um, when I was little, my mom forgot that it, you know, it was Easter and the Easter Bunny was coming. And I was shooketh that the Easter, that the Easter Bunny did not arrive. Um, and then also the other day I was talking to my coworkers. Okay. My mom also vehemently denies that that ever happened. She's like, I would have never done that. And I'm like, then why do I have such a strong memory, mom? Um, anyway, um, the other day I was talking to my coworkers about Cadbury and how I love the Cadbury eggs. Okay. The mini eggs are good. You put them in the freezer, but the real, the true, incredible Easter gift that we are given by the candy makers is the Cadbury egg that has the the cream inside. My stomach just made a noise. Wow. So, but my coworkers dragged me. They said they didn't like it. Really? So what's your opinion? I like Cadbury eggs. I think the cream ones. 
I think they're fine. I don't like love them as much as you clearly do. They said to me, you know what's better? They were like, oh, the Reese's pieces. I don't like those either. And I said, there's no difference. They just shape it differently. And they were like, no, it tastes different. And I was like, you're insane. Um, I don't know what my favorite like Easter candy is. I don't like jelly beans at all. I really hate them. Yeah, that's what they were trying to tell me. It was like the Starburst jelly beans is what they liked. No. And I was like, you're garbage trash, humans. No, no, no. No. Um, okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, I thought you would have had. I have. A, I have religious associations with Easter too, but yeah. I mean, we would. Those always, aren't funny stories. <laughs> uh, we would always go to um, my grandparents' church for Easter, where my grandfather was preaching, um, and so I have like really specific memories of Easter. Um, yeah, but so Easter uh, originated as a pagan holiday. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> So did everything else. Um, it's celebrated on the spring spring equinox, um, so the first day of spring. Oh, um, that's nice. Yeah, it's really interesting because Easter is actually celebrated on the first full moon after the spring equinox, which sounds pretty pagan to me. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that. I thought that the first day of spring would be daylight savings day, but I guess it's not. Nope. Um. Yeah, so we're officially out of the dark half of the year. Bless be. Thank God. Hawaii and Arizona don't have it. They don't have daylight savings. I'm not talking about daylight savings. You said the dark time of the year. The dark half of the year refers to the half of the year where things are cold, dark, dreary. Holidays like Solomon. Yeah, there's less sun. Yeah, but it's not a daylight savings time thing. I think that's where I draw the line. Okay. <laughs> it's not about daylight savings time. It's simply darker. Um, yeah, because, yeah, so from hence, so from here on out, um, the days are going to get longer and the nights are going to get sh- shorter. But for the spring equinox, everything lies in perfect balance. Um, so it's the dark, it's the start of the growing season and there's going to be some lots of animal babies coming around. Yeah. Um. Oh, one time I went to Central Park in May and there were, there were little ducklings. Ooh. Yeah. It was adorable. Ducklings are so cute. Um, so we're at the end of the like quote unquote resting months. Now's the time to start to get to planting and harvesting and getting all that stuff in line. Um, so not, not all pagans celebrate Austera. That's totally cool. Um, it, the holiday is based off of the like German goddess celebrations. Um, there's also like, they're not necessarily pagan, but there are like spring equinox festivities, which traditionally take place in Japan and Iran, um, two very different countries, which happen to rhyme. Um, (laughs) yeah. Um, so if you're, if you're doing magical workings, um, this holiday is the time about new beginnings, um, clearing out the old, bringing in the new, spring um, cleaning, spring cleaning, getting things. I really need to get rid of a lot of stuff. And now's the time with the Marie Kondo stuff. All I know. Out, you know, I watched that and reorganized my whole room and I got rid of three, like three tubs of stuff. Where did you take it? Well, I donated, I donated most of it. If it was like trash, I just threw it away. Yeah. So now's the time to clear up the old. Um, I think, I feel like, so whereas with Imbolc, um, that, that was a lot of like paving the way for the new seeds to be planted. This is like, now we're going to plant. Now is the time. Um, okay. I think this time is like 
everyone's like out with the old and with the new. I think a better way to look at that is like building on the old to um, welcome in the new. Uh, I think that's a more helpful and productive way to look at it. Um, so some traditionally associated uh, scents, incense, essential oils is jasmine, rose, basically literally anything floral. Um, if you're going oh, lavender, lavender, my yeah. mom loves lavender. Of course. Um, <laughs> of course she does. Oh, not of course. I didn't no, know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but of course, of course you can have lavender. Um, so, uh, African violet, uh, Ooh. so also anything that's sweet. So like think scents like strawberry, orange peel. Um, you can also do like lotus, magnolia, ginger, um, and that's sort of like incense and oils. Um, if you're bringing in, this is also a great time to decorate your altar with flowers. So you can bring in any flowers which you feel that you like. I mean, I think if you can get them local, all the better. Um, but things like you could bring in some daffodils, you could bring in um, some some rose, anything you want. Um, but all, uh, something I read that you can do to celebrate is like if you want to cast your, you could cast your circle using flowers instead of whatever it is that you normally use. Um, so you could cast your circle with flowers. You could also make like a flower, um, wheel of the year to celebrate. Um, I just put a big tapestry in front, like over my altar. That's, um, a flower circle. And for me, it represents the wheel of the year. I'm sure they did not think of that when they were selling it. (laughs) Um, the colors, so all, so basically all pastels are associated with this holiday, um, but specifically like a pastel yellow, pastel green, pastel pink, pastel blue. Um, so you can, I would, I think it could be fun to um, light different um, colored pastel candles leading up to the holiday. And then on um, actual Ostera put in like a lavender or purple ca- uh, candle. So you could, so you could like work your way through some pastel candles. Um, you could use the, incorporate them into your candle magic. Um, and a lot, most witch drawers will sell like uh, pastel colored candles at this time. Pastels are fun. You have to have a certain color complexion to really work a pastel as in W E R K work it. I mean, if you're going to wear it and what color complexion do you think that would be? <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> Um, I don't think I can pull off a pastel. Interesting. Well, I think I can pull off pastels, so. Maybe it's because you have red hair. I don't know. You're not me. I used to be a blonde, and I (laughs) pulled them off then, too. Um, Yeah, so good job, Vic. Vic touched on another. If you are still in the broom closet or are sort of struggling to find a way to celebrate um wearing the colors are always helpful you could do like if you think you look ugly in pastels like Vic does you could wear your pastels as maybe like a bandana or um you could paint your nails that color um you could put your lingerie in that color (laughs) I'm kidding that sounded weird cut that out you can anyway um you can split so there's a hundred different ways where you can wear pastels you can do pastel socks you could do like pastel temporary tattoos i love a good sock love a good sock do you wear holiday socks well i just have a lot of fun socks for like the winter months because i feel like you know i have to wear high socks and people can see them i have an i have a pair of abraham lincoln socks that i get compliments on whoa um 
So some stones or crystals in, uh, traditionally associated are rose quartz, aqua, aquamarine, amethyst, jasper, moonstone, clear quartz, um, agate, lapis lazuli, um, and garnet. Do you remember the movie Aquamarine? With the weird mermaids? Yes! Oh my god, wait, I can't believe you've seen it. JoJo's in it, and she just re-released all her music on Spotify. JoJo, which one? Not JoJo Siwa. Not the shitty young one? No, JoJo, like, um, leave right now! Santa, you. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Gotcha. (laughs) I see. Just a PSA for the people. Just so everybody knows. Um... (laughs) Yeah. So then some herbs, which are traditionally associated with Ostera, um, Lily of the Valley, Tansy, Lavender, um, Thyme, Tarragon, Lilac, Violets, Lemon Balm, Dogwood. That's the official flower. That's the official tree of my home state. Dogwood? Yep. You know, that was the official... Well, okay, so my... I was in Girl Scouts until I was a senior, and my troop had to have a, um, I guess, sigil. I don't know what you would call it, like emblem or whatever. And ours was dogwood. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, other herbs: honeysuckle, oat moss, sunflower seeds, rose hips, oak, elder, willow, uh, crocus, daffodil, jonquil. Um, I'm, aren't those just daffodils? I don't know flowers. Talk to my mom. Tulip, broom. <laughs> she would know. Meadowsweet, um, trefoil, vervain. Is that how you pronounce it? I say trefoil. Some people say trefoil. Yeah, because I always said trefoil, but maybe you can pronounce it both ways. I've heard it pronounced both ways. I'm sure I'm probably wrong. I've heard it both ways before. Um, you can also... Uh, ac- acorns like- have always been... Uh, very long-standing sign of like fertility um, for the pagan cultures and traditions. So what you can do um, is you can incorporate those into your altar. Um, this is all. Astera uh, is also said to be a good time um, if you're looking to connect with new deities. Um, so you can incorporate all of these items into your workings to get you acquainted with a new deity. I'll also say in my personal opinion, not necessarily in any well-established opinion, like since it's a time to connect with deities, I also think um, spring is typically a time where like fairies and fae folk are a bit more rambunctious. Um, So if you're looking to connect with those people, those, those folks as well, um, you can, I like to the idea of like, um, since it is spring and since it is warm enough to go outside now. Um, It's the pipes. Um, Since it is spring and since it is warm enough to go outside now, you can go ahead and uh, you could take an acorn um, and create like a little hat or a little um, drinking cup for some fey folk. Um, You could, but basically like just taking some of the natural elements um, and creating like a little space for like fairies or fey. Um, And I would do this, like if you're going to do this around Ostera with the intention, um, with some of the intentions that Ostera brings. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you could do that. That could be something that would be fun. Um, Austera, like pr- in practice is really all about like getting outside. Um, because now we've been like gifted the warmth of the sun. Like we're not at Beltane yet where like the sun God is like officially like reborn or whatever. Um, but now like 
but now is the time to start uh, going to enjoy. Like, I, I think in some branches of paganism, they're like, the goddess is, is like pregnant with the sun god. So during this time, so she's already been knocked up. Okay. But that, and the God, the God will be born at Beltane. Um, that, that is totally depends on which path of paganism that you um, follow. You know, what's crazy what? um, is that in like every Harry Potter book, they talk about how like, it doesn't get warm out until like June. And that's when they can finally go outside. And like growing up reading that, I was like, wow, that's so crazy that it's like, it's not warm until June in England. But now I live here in New York and I'm like, wow, it's just not warm until June. Yeah. Well, so some people actually do put off their, um, austera celebrations for a month or two in colder climates um because it is still like yesterday it was like 40 degrees and raining in new york so it was yeah. like you know now it wasn't so, great so you can put off your celebrations a little bit if you feel like um it's not true to the holiday there's also keep in mind like people in like the opposite hemisphere as us are yeah. having opposite seasons so they have to completely invert all of the bacon holidays australia australia uh yeah so some things that you can do you can go out um hunting for wildflowers um and you can i would always ask and give an offering before cutting any wildflowers and remember we cut we don't destroy so I would take like a glass jar of, it doesn't have to be glass, it can be whatever you want, but I would take like a glass jar of water with you and I would um, respectfully ask the um, flowers with which, which you wish to cut, which you wish to cut. Um, I would ask them if you may cut them and then cut them. Um, this can also be a good time to start, you know, if you want to get like acquainted with what, um, herbs and things grow wild in your area, um, now might be a good time to get, to start doing that, um, and learning about the different things. There's little, like, there's actually a lot of, like, clubs, like, local, like, community clubs, which do, like, foraging and scavenging, and so I think if you wanted to join one of those, you don't have to disclose to them that you're here for witchcraft purposes, <laughs> um, but that can be a good way to, like, start learning from, like, some experts about like what's edible what's not edible um and just generally what things are if you do want to go out on your own um there's an app called plant snap which i think i've mentioned on here before yeah i feel like yeah, i did yeah um but it's a it's i think it's like four bucks but it allow but it you can take pictures of plants and then um it tells you what kind of plant they are um which is cool yeah so i think that would be a great like uh starting task if you wanted to get more into like um, finding local like herbs and things. Um, and again, like this is the season of new beginnings. So that's a great thing to start. Um, yeah. Yeah. So also anything that like allows you to sort of embrace your inner child and, uh, really take pleasure and enjoyment in nature. So you can walk, I would recommend like walking barefoot through the woods, like, um, spitting also of course well, don't hurt yourself yeah don't hurt yourself <laughs> uh but i will walk barefoot through the woods you can do whatever you want um we're not liable if you step on glass um anyway but you can like walk connect with the earth um spin around you can do spinning um 
you know, taking the time to like lay in the grass and experience like the warmth of the sun and the, the grounding nature of the earth. Um, those are pretty basic things you can do. Ooh, I'll make another recommendation actually. Um, if you don't like wearing shoes, but you feel like you have to, so you don't get glass in your foot like me, um, there's a brand of shoes called zero shoes. They make, um, they make shoes that are like similar in style. What are those shoes that all camp counselors have? What? Starts with like a C. A C? They're like sandals. They look ugly. Oh, I know what you're talking about. My friend has them. <laughs> I'm Googling. Yeah, they're called Chacos. So Oh, that's not what I was thinking of. Yeah. So Chacos, um, so if you Chacos are like $120 and they have a lot of like material in them. Um, but so if you, so I try to pair on, I was like, these don't feel like they do anything for what I want them for. Um, so I found this, this shoe company called zero shoes. It's filled with an X, so X E R O shoes, not sponsored. Um, but they make these, uh, shoes that are, they're like as close to barefoot as you can get. So it's like a very simple Z strap, um, around the like ankle and the foot. So they don't fall off. Um, and they have really nice treads, but they're so thin. They're like as thin as like two or three pieces of paper. They're really great. Wow. So if you want that like barefoot feel without actually being barefoot, I definitely recommend those. Mine lasted two whole summers, which is crazy because I wore them almost every day. They go from like wet to dry. They're just a great shoe. That is crazy. Um, and they're made in Chicago by like a husband. Look at wife. that. Yeah. So support small business. Anyway, but anyway, but so if you are, so if to fuel your Easter or, ooh, Freudian slip. So if you're, if you need something to fuel your austera, um, activities, um, I recommend, I'd recommend those shoes, um, for woods wandering. Yeah. Um, so anything that connects you with like your inner child, um, dancing, spinning, etc. Um, so you can, um, Vic, this might be something that you want to do. Um, you can set an intention over those chocolate eggs. Um, what do and you mean, my chocolate eggs? You can set a positive intention, um, either about things that you want to change or improve or just a happy it's spring intention. Um, and then think about eating it as like planting the seed inside yourself. Like a watermelon. Like a watermelon. That's not how that works. But like a watermelon. <laughs> um, so that's something that you could do with uh, those little chocolate eggs. Um they are really good. Yeah. Um, it's also, Ostera is also the time to like plant your like real seeds. Um, so uh, you can bless the seeds with sunlight. So go outside, stand, hold them in your hands, um, set a positive intention and then plant them. Um, something else I saw that I, was really cool is, um, so find 10 dead leaves. Um, I wouldn't recommend oak. They're super acidic, but find 10 dead leaves um, and write, you know, 10 habits or 10 things that you really want to change, um, this year. And then, uh, then put them in the ground. And then, so, so step one, find the leaves. Step two, rate the things you want to let go of. Step three, um, dig a hole, put the leaves down in the hole. Next step. Um, I, I might recommend putting in a small layer of dirt, um, just so things can decompose appropriately. Then find the seeds that you want. 
um, set them with the positive intention of the things that you want to um, do or achieve or accomplish or whatever you want to replace those like bad old habits. Mm. Uh And then plant the seeds in on top of the leaves. So as the leaves decompose, they will provide like nourishment for the seeds. This is why I recommend either incorporating some soil or putting some soil on top in between the two. But it's like a terrarium. Yeah. Like as the leaves decompose, they will fuel the seeds, fuel your intention. And so that's kind of a nice, like, that's super nice. Um, yeah, you can do that. I'd, Double check, like some le- like oak leaves I know are super acidic, so that may not be helpful for your seeds. So just look into like what uh, leaves will actually be beneficial for your seeds. I think you could also do this with like pieces of small pieces of compost. Um, hmm. Yeah. Um, so you can also so altar decorations. Um, you can use like a. I would switch out your altar cloth color cover. If you use one of those, you could use like a light green. You could use a like pastel or different color, obviously switching out your candles to be like color coordinated. Um, you can also like something that I've been in- enjoying incorporating into my altar is like, um, like you can paint artwork for each, um, season and it doesn't have to be like and now I draw the perfect rabbit um in lilac I'm so bad at artwork um but you can really abstractify and just use the colors of the um sabbat and um hang them and hang it by your altar put it on your altar etc um so those are some like basic like quick alt- altar updates that you could you could do um you could also like get birthday candles and like melt them together in like multiple austere colors. And when I say melt them together, I don't mean like put them into one giant goo. I mean like run a lighter across the side of one candle, stick it to the other candle, wait till it holds. And you could do like a circle um, of those and with all the colors of austere if you wanted. Um, of course, be careful with fire. Um, but so that's something that you could do that would be exciting. Um, obviously you can dye eggs, which we all know now that Victoria hates. Um, well, I just don't like doing it myself. Uh, you can dye eggs. A lot of people will correspond their egg dyeing to either a particular deity or a particular facet of the holiday. Um, it again, really up to you and what like you want. Um, you know, what is crazy. What? Um, my friend's dad always makes like, he makes like baked goods for some holidays and for Easter, he makes like a wreath of bread and he puts dyed eggs in the wreath of bread. That's wild. Yeah. I love that idea. That's, that's such an easily pagan thing. Like a, a wreath, it's the wheel of the year, the eggs. There you go are the deities cool um so you can do so you can do that um so dyeing and color corresponding the eggs to different deities you could also correspond it to like different animals however you want to do it um as always you can wear pastels um yeah um so some other traditionally like traditional foods or i guess hmm so, you don't want to eat the bunnies on this holiday because oh, they're sacred to oh that Oh, my goddess. gosh. Um, but, so, like, bunnies are a traditional symbol, so, like, you can put bunnies everywhere, which is already happening with Easter. Um, but, so, some other My things. mom has the cutest little Easter figurines. <gasps> I mean, bunny figurines. Well, they're for, whatever. They're for Easter. They're for Easter. That's fine. Um, yeah. So, 
Um, some other like traditional symbol. So some th things that you might want to eat, um, milk, um, cream, um, eggs, of course, and then uh, hot cross buns are typically affiliated with this holiday. Um, before Jesus, the cross represented um, the the union between like the sun and the earth. Um, so that's what that means. So hot cross buns are definitely a baked good that you could make for this holiday. Hot cross buns. Hot cross buns. I used to be able to play that on a recorder. I think every kid would play that on the recorder. <laughs> Victoria thinks I'm stupid. Um, okay, yeah. So that's so that's that's the general overview. Um, you can there's a ton of different things to look at. I do feel like sometimes Austera gets sort of overshadowed with like the with Beltane, which is also coming up. Um, but I think it's a its own nice little holiday. Um, and I'm pretty excited to celebrate this year. This year I'll be celebrating in the broom closet. Um, yep. Because I'll be home. Um, so you'll be taking your own advice. I'll be taking my own advice. Yeah, I mean, I also, like, I'll be driving out into the woods and having my own ceremony by myself, which is fine. I'm a solitary practitioner. The by myself sounded, like, sad. but like, Yeah, you were like... But I always practice. And you tapered <laughs> off, too. You were like, by myself. Um, yeah, I'm a solitary practitioner, so I expected to celebrate by myself. I guess I had, well, good for you. I had toyed with the idea of incorporating someone else, but then I thought that would be a lot um, for personal reasons. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't. Yeah. So anyway, um, but so I'll be driving my car into the woods and celebrating there. But um, you know, some people driving my car into the woods. Yeah, but I'll be keeping all my witch stuff in a basket with a blanket. Should be over a it. country song. Driving in the woods with my witch supplies? Can't imagine it would. No, up. no, I mean, I mean, like, driving into the woods. I don't know. Okay. Driving in my car to the woods sounds like it would be a country song. If it was driving in my truck to the, in the woods. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. All right. Do you have any questions? Seems pretty cut and dry, man. I don't know what that was, but. Um, cool. My roommate's a witch. My roommate's a bitch. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Vic. And I'm Jen. And, and that's, that's the spook. spook. Oh, I hate it already. <laughs>